All right, I might have found something stupid enough that I might run it. What I'd like you to do is make your own classes and uh, uh, you have to pick, you get to to pick two abilities, right? You remember that? Now, one of them has to be from either cleric or wizard class. The rest is up to you. Skills up to you. Everything else is up to you. Okay, two hit points. Bink. Yeah, we'll we'll hide behind John's character. Yeah, Yeah, he has three whole more hit points. It's more than twice as tough. Uh, I'm going to have a light weapon. Uh, don't don't buy anything. Uh, oh, don't buy don't anything. get anything. Uh, don't do not do anything like that. I should have said that. I guess we're level one. Class to, yet to be determined. Uh, so you get two skills um, mm. and two special abilities. One has to be from either cleric or wizard, and the other can be from wherever. I took one from each, just so I would doubly meet your criteria. <laughs> <laughs> Cantrip sounds fun. Hey, you're copying me. <laughs> we both went to Wizard College, yeah. Introductory course. And I think I'll take reflexes as my other special ability then. Yeah, cure can be a good choice there, Todd, yeah. Let's say I wanted something like a uh, familiar. Would I choose summon? Let me check. Uh, I think summon is for not particularly a familiar, although it could be a familiar in the sense of a spirit, right? Sure. That could be a thing. That would be summoned. I, I, yeah. I was just kind of thinking, you know, so if the holy creature of uh, whatever cult I'm following is like a wolf, I could summon a uh, wolf, either spiritual or, or temporarily or something like that. Or maybe permanent if you, I had a kind and wise GM. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny notion. I think we can, if for anyone who has summoned, we can we can go into like exactly the nature of uh, your spirits or demons or whatever they are when you want to summon them. All right. So you've all attempted some sort of ritual recently. And every once in a while, you know, the kind of uh, weird, poorly constructed geometries of uh, the universe don't function the way they should and you kind of get sucked into and become lost in the metal planar weave that that happened it's not my fault you experience you all you experience this feeling of being you know hurt hurtled through metal planar space kind of like ash in the, the uh, <laughs> army of darkness being or evil dead 2 being thrown back in time or something right you're sort of whizzing through creation uh or the the cracks in creation rather and with a bang you are deposited in the air above some sort of platform todd why don't you roll a d6 a6 we explode <laughs> on impact <laughs> tell me what is the usual D like falling damage rule for falling 60 feet death seriously it's one. It's one. It's a die damage per ten feet. I think. <laughs> Did I say death? Because minimum damage would kill us, even if we had maximum hit points. Yeah. <laughs> so I generate another character that's just like this character. Hold on. 
Hold on. You have enough friends of mine that you could make a summon, and anybody with reflexes or uh, who could make a ter- like a dex uh, roll, uh, mm-hmm. you could clamber onto somebody else. And use them as a cushion, yes. And look at my cantrips, candle, shadow, throw voice. No, those would actually do me any good. This- but the fact that you could really stretch out your scream with that throw voice... Yeah, this seems like a job for summoning a wolf spirit to save me. Well, I have reflexes. I'll, if I see him busy doing a summon, I reach out and grab the hem of his robe. You mean yeah. you grab my furs? Now let's let's be let's be generous and say you have a magic item containing this wolf spirit, so you mm-hmm. can just do it. What what is this totem or or item? It's a wolf's tooth, of course. All right, you um, like grab hold of it and you call the wolf spirit out. Absolutely, because it's stored inside the tooth. And what do we see? What, what is this wolf spirit like? It is a large, dire wolf, but it is also ghostly and wispy because it is part of this world and not. But given that we're in the metaphysical plane, those rules may have changed. It's still very solid in the sense that uh, it can rip off the throats of my enemies. But uh, in, in this case, I'm hoping said wolf uh, has a can either absorb the impact or can grab me and fly away or something. Or I can ride the wolf to safety because, you know, hey, you, know, you have to be quick on your feet when you're falling to your death. If you were to pick some domains for this thing, would one of them then be spirit or um, the wild or something like that? It would probably be a wild spirit, literally, because you're summoning a wolf to theoretically do your bidding. Right, okay, so I'm I'm saying the wild then. It's fair enough. Uh, I mean, it is a spirit, so spirit, spirit. But you can ponder whether you want it to be something else as well, like secrets or fear or whatever. I kind of like the wild because... I, I'm a wolf cultist. You so get two. He, you get you get two demands for it. So you can ponder it. You don't have to decide now. How do you communicate? Is it uh, nonverbal, brain to brain? Is it how does that work? Am I allowed to talk to it in wolf speak? Uh, you can talk to it for as long as uh, it takes to fall sixty feet. <laughs> Save us, great wolf spirit. <laughs> and this is brain to brain. Or are you screaming this as you're falling? Or I'm probably shouting. Because uh, having that time for that serene, casual, brain-to-brain conversation, I, I see that time limit <laughs> rushing past me. Hopefully, the kind of generous wolf spirit sent me a winged wolf or, or something. <laughs> I think the wolf spirit kind of breaks some of those natural law things. And you're kind of in a place that isn't, well, you'll, you'll see. Uh, Morden, if uh, you would like to hang on to either the spirit or whoever Todd's character is. Uh, Wagner. Wagner, you'll have to dex it, um, I think. I'll use my uh, my cantrip, throw a voice, and there will be this voice of God coming from above saying, save my chosen Morden, and I'll try to <laughs> grab a hold of whoever's close to me. <laughs> and 11. Excellent. No problem. Did you have a reflexes there? Um, oh, yes, I do. Oh. I have reflexes. Okay, no problem. You want to hang on to the wolf for yeah. Wagner, Wagner, um, Wagner, Wagner. That's cool, right? So suddenly, <laughs> have some passengers. And kind of the skill. I'm just hanging on. The, well, I mean, to roll, see if I'm just hanging on, or if I actually am running behind him. I'm running right behind him. So as the wolf alights to the platform, and the 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 crack of thunder, echoing voice overhead fades. 
you see all around you that you're on this like a weird uh, indeterminate material platform with these like kind of a cross symbol on it, kind of to kind of like a crosshair. Uh, it's circular and it's surrounded by this weird, thick, almost impenetrable, ho- horrifyingly overgrown like lawn. Uh, you've all seen like uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids or something like that, right? That kind of like where were, but uh, it also has this kind of uh, uh, you know the technique when you when you have the the camera on a dolly and you zoom in while going backwards or something. It's that experience constantly. Wherever you look into this like mess of a lawn jungle, it's you get this like whoa, something's really wrong. There is an opening in this circular space uh, with a some sort of path. Uh, and there's a sign right next to it, uh, shaped like an arrow. Uh, and there's some like jaunty looking letters in a language you don't understand. I do happen to have lore. Does that include uh, jaunty languages? Oh, you could try for sure. Intelligence? Figure it out if you want to. Yes. <laughs> Six. Yeah, are there any helping in this game? I. Trying to help boost that. We could do the apocalypse world helping. So, so for him, it's, it, it's, it's he succeeds with it because he's got skill. He he does succeed, right. but it's a partial success. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you wouldn't get you wouldn't get him up to um right. a full, the full success. Yeah, you don't see what it says. You can't figure out what it says, but you recognize the style of the writing. This is some sort of um. You're pretty sure that you've ended up on a how to put this. A divine substation for metaplanar travelers. And uh, this one, the, the, the arrow seems to be pointing at like, you know, um, this way, obviously. But um, the the writing pertains to kind of like this is the style in which uh, Empyrean spirits, uh, the, the kind of style that, that uh, you know, heavenly or, or planar beings use to, to communicate in their, in their bureaucracy. So then we go that way? Yeah. And and I, I will spout something like, hmm, I recognize this script. We appear to be at an interdimensional way station. So that way. Didn't say I could read it. <laughs> <laughs> Quick question. Yes. Did the wolf dissipate upon landing, having discharged its duties, or is it still with me? Uh, I think it's for now it's still with you, but uh, it's kind of a uh, – how do you view this spirit? Is it like uh, more of a companion spirit, or is it the god you worship? Or it is my god's equivalent to an angel sent to help his followers. All right. Okay. So I imagine it's like a direwolf made out of blue smoke. It's actually so, solid, but it's not a wolf. It's a wolf yeah. spirit. Right. So you can see it, kind of, um, you know, head low growling and the smoke it's it's made up of is being constantly kind of distorted and it's like it wants to be disunited it wants to be kind of disjointed and dissipated and it's trying to hold itself together i think you get a sense that um or you get in your head maybe like the the wolf's voice of like i can't hold myself together much longer i scratch its ears and say i release you uh, there's gratitude, and then it like dissipates, and uh, the kind of smoke, I guess, returns to your uh, tooth. I look at those two, and I go, "Yeah, I'll go first. Oh, Halen, well met. <laughs> I am Wagner. Gar, Morden. 
I got that when you when you spoke from above. Yes, I. Yeah. <laughs> that was God telling you. How come it was in your voice? I look at uh, <laughs> suspicious. Hey, I have deception. I automatically succeed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> With a cost. So which one of you guys screwed up the, the, the incantation? Because I know I got my part right. Incantation? The ritual? Were we all, were we all in the same place or were we from different no, places? No, no, no. Yeah, you can we still were... accuse them of being you know the ones responsible, obviously. The, in, the incantation to do the minor summoning? I was communing with the wolf spirit in the wild. I point at Morden. What about you? I was channeling the voice of God for my followers. Yeah. This way, I guess. Head down the path and try not to look either right or left, because I I dislike that wow thing going on. <laughs> if you start moving into onto the path in between all of these um, giant blades of grass and everything, it becomes sort of like you get the, the, this kind of 3D in your face kind of experience where they're not actually drooping down at you, or maybe you're not sure, and you get a sense of uh, this lawn, for lack of a better term, is maybe alive and trying to intentionally stop you or test you or something. You get maybe uh, 10 feet in before it becomes very difficult to move because your senses can't make sense of like how you're supposed to go forward. I do have awareness as one of my skills. Sure. So I'm just wondering if I could use that to, uh, you know, just close my eyes, feet on the path, and try to, you know field the forest and try to make my way, make my way that way while, without looking at them. Maybe it's just all illusions. If I don't look at it, I can follow this path. So that, unfortunately, that would be an end thing, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, you, you'd have to kind of intuit or um, figure this out. I don't know if awareness per se would be applicable in this particular situation. Yeah, why don't, why don't you int... Uh, your way through. Uh, although you do get a feeling that you could just attempt to brute force your way forward, mm-hmm. yeah. if you prefer that. Do we have any brutes? <laughs> uh, hey, but I make the roll, so yay. What, what is your um, like? What's your uh, wizardly background? Like, uh, what's the context uh, in which you well got to understand uh, these things? Wizard is a, is a nice nice way of putting the name of pract- of magical thief branch of thievery that goes and well we we find a way through mazes and labyrinths and get into places where most normal burglars can't get into that self-awareness of where you are and where where the traps are and how to bypass them uh you draw upon that prior experience and Mm -hmm. uh you manage to kind of intuit the inherent weird non-euclidean fuckery that has been put in place (laughs) Either yeah. intentionally or or unintentionally to prevent you from from passing through and and for the rest of you he kind of walks in there and then he kind of just plop disappears. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I just wanted to be a little bit closer than that. So like yeah, we'll chase after him again. The same kind of oppressive, uh, weird uh, stuff is happening to your senses. Uh, if you want to follow, you can either attempt to intuit the weird geometries just like he did or you can attempt to brute force your way through with strength can i just put my hand on his shoulder and follow <laughs> yeah, he's no longer there oh crap uh, i guess i will try to intuit and grab the air where he used to be i believe he went this way <laughs> yes this way i'm certain 
Poor Todd. Can't I follow the people that think they know where they're going? <laughs> they have an they have a, an, an awkward tendency to just plop out of existence when, when they. Yeah, I go follow me. Many others have. Oy vey. Not hey. a thing uh, Wagner would say, but that would be funny if it was uh, no. similar. Okay. Oh, wow. You made it. Wow. All the rest of the roles, are, roles will be doomed, but at, at least we can get to the doom on time. So um, I would like for all of you to do something I forgot to tell you. I want mm-hmm. you to roll a D4 each. Four. Mm-hmm. I am maximum today. Excellent. <laughs> each point here uh, is uh, what, what we call one supply. Uh, and these are supplies enough for one week. So Todd has uh, four weeks worth of supplies, maybe dried meat, something. Um, and uh, the rest of you also have, uh, you have three weeks each worth of supplies. Uh, yeah. This is just what you happen to have on you or something that attached to you while you were in metaplanar limbo. So uh, the three of you end up in uh, on this path, right? And, and you end up on it's kind of like being in the eye of a storm, right? You're kind of like moving forward together, but the whole like weird lawn, overgrown lawn, twisted pole focus thing uh, is just roiling around you and shifting and, and opening before you and closing behind you. You're all figuring it out in your own individual ways. It takes a while. Like uh, you walk and walk, you get tired. Uh, it gets dark. You, uh, Is there a sun in the sky? You you haven't seen a sun, but there's there seems to be a day and night cycle. The sky, if you look up, is kind of just this weird sky-ish mess, but it's uh, kind of weird color. It's not quite. Uh, it's a slightly <laughs> weirder version of a regular sky, right? It's not quite altogether um, Flash Gordon. It gets dark, <laughs> it gets, gets a bit cold, and you have to make camp, right? And this goes on for days. Mm. But we manage to more or less stay stay within sight of each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have no problem with that. You all kind of somehow into it or uh, work through the geometries that are messing with you. So you can navigate this path. So a week goes by and you can uh, spend one supply. Holy yeah. cats. You don't freaking starve. And you arrive at a big kind of concrete looking building. It has a very what we would recognize as a modern kind of uh, glassed in entrance way. A patio with the little potted, uh, like, uh, junipers. It has some sort of divine Empyrean script welcoming, presumably, uh, above the entrance. And the path leads us right up to this, up to this entrance in this little yes. patio. Yes. And there's no way of getting around this building other than going through it. You could attempt to navigate around the building, but you have a feeling that might take another week. I enter the building. Yep, cool. Well, before we <laughs> enter the building, I'm, I'm going to give the uh, juniper uh, bushes a sniff. Uh, are they the real deal? They smell like genuine juniper bushes. They're not in bloom or anything like that. Nice, though. Yeah, yeah. It's a, l- a little taste of home. The glass doors kind of shoot open, Star Trek style. There, there's like this bell-like music that starts playing for a moment. Like uh, a few bells start chiming mm-hmm. or ringing. Um, and you enter in a kind of like reception area. There's a big U-shaped, horseshoe-shaped um, desk. And there are all of these weird uh, flickering dancing illusions on the desktop. Uh, all around you, there are 
like seats for waiting. There seems to be some sort of, uh, you know, further stuff behind the, the desk. And this really dusty looking golem is sitting behind the desk uh, in the pose of, you know, the the classic, um, you know, the philosopher, the thinker, you know, the Rod- yeah. Rodan's the thinker. Yes. Right. Uh, carpet, wood, tile. Floor seems to be some sort of um, some strip stone, you guess. And the golem? Uh, the golem seems to be maybe some sort of uh, not entirely clay, but, you know, that, that ish kind of thing. It, it's not a fancy golem by any means. Completely motionless. No, no reaction. Walk up to it, like snap my fingers in front of its face. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll find out if it's carnivorous or not. And nothing appears to happen. Like it's just sitting there. Any papers or anything on the desk? Uh, yeah, sure. I think there are two. There are two uh, trays, and there's some sort of form in this like Empyrean script, uh, in in like stacks. But the stacks are kind of like the forms are kind of yellowed, and they look they look really old. Uh, they don't look like freshly made. Is the desk itself dusty? Uh, yeah, a little bit. The dancing illusions, what are they? If you study them for a moment, you uh, see that they are the kind of indistinct flickering uh, representations, kind of like, uh, you know, the the R2-D2 uh, Princess Leia projection. But they're kind of like angel figures or some sort of, uh, <laughs> shall I put this, imagine like a salesman for heaven. Mm, they're adverts. Broad smile, shiny rings, mm-hmm. good, good clothing, and kind of like they're, they're pointing this way and they're pointing that way. And but you don't have any, there's no sound. Now look over at Morden. You think you think he's broken? Wrap on the top of his head. He does not seem to be animate. Does he still have his word in his mouth? Well, you'd have to dig into his mouth for that, I guess. Roll lower to declare that that's how golems work here. <laughs> True. Clay dust uh, shifts and like pours down to the floor. He, you notice if you look past the desk, like he's sitting in this like uh, little ring of clay dust. I bet he's dried out. If we have some water, we can probably rehydrate him. Well, feel free to look for a fountain. One of these angelic illusions. Yeah. Try to reach out and pick it up. Uh, in which way? Just just physically? Yeah, sure. It kind of looks a little bit like. Uh, my wolf spirit, which is actually solid, even though mm-hmm. it looks like it's made out of smoke. Yeah, I'm going to see if one of these figurines is the same way. It flickers and and comes back on when you sort of pass through or over. No substance there. I'm looking at one and say, uh, information, please. I don't have any. No, I'm talking to the flickering thing. Why don't you roll a charisma? Ha! <laughs> 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 One of these angelic figures uh, stops twirling and then uh, becomes enlarged, steps forward and in between you, and clearly is is uh, uh, making some sort of greeting. There's no sound, though. There's no voice. Uh, you can't hear it moving. Mm-hmm. But she smiles pleasantly and uh, points you at the the forms and then points you at maybe some sort of door further in. Thank Seems you. to have uh, some some very, really elaborate explanation that you can't hear. Just in case it's interactive, I tap my ear and I point to her and I say and then shake my head, tapping my ear, and see if she gets it. Nope, nope. It's a recording. Uh. 
I'll pick up a couple of forms and start heading the way she pointed. <laughs> I yeah, you know, what? I'll grab up a couple of forms. I mean, are they brittle or? Uh, I wouldn't wave them around, but they they don't fall to pieces the moment you pick them up. I'll grab a couple and hand them over to um, Waggy. Thanks. Maybe the next time I uh, feel the need for a call of nature, they'll come in handy. Let's go to the door she indicated and see what happens. Okay. The first person who steps in front of the door, like the moment you come within like five feet, there's a big like blaring, like I'm this like red uh, illusion text uh, starts blinking above the door. Uh, Morden was first, right? Yes. So what do you do? So it's just red lights and noise. Some sort of words are, are popping up. That I can't read. You could attempt it, I suppose. I'll attempt it, sure. You've been told that it's, it's some sort of Imperial script, so you could attempt to, like, hmm, can I recognize any of this? Sure. No. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm, it's a welcoming. <laughs> you get a sense, uh, oh, oh, okay, so so it, um, I probably should have filled this out. The the more you realize that and the others, or I don't know if you're on the way to this door or not, mm-hmm. but um, mm-hmm. this, like, little closet opens up next to the door, and this kind of really... <laughs> Dry, dusty golem kind of staggers out and then falls to the floor and shatters. Again, this like red text starts, uh, uh, you know, blinking above that closet. And this closet on the other side of the door opens up. And something like a weird kind of plant being steps out. Looks pretty dry, too, but uh, kind of flaking. Has some sort of like uh, a, a pineapple top hairdo. And it blinks and looks around uh and uh, it starts blabbing at you in, in like, <laughs> points to your stuff. <laughs> I, I nod at it, and I uh, step over the fallen golem into the room he came from. Or it's just a little, like, closet, like, uh, it's just I'll, a storage space for him. I, I think he wants us to fill out the forms. I'm looking at the forms. This being uh, is quiet for a moment, and it's... I make a, a motion like, oh, I, I need a you know, pen to fill it out. So it takes a moment and then digs into some of the, it's, it's like flaky bark and then it pulls out like a, what we would recognize as a fountain pen, hands it to you. And then in a kind of, yeah, it, it says, who are you? Like it's not used to using, you know, normal words. I'm Morden. Wagner. Guard the caster. Uh, it points to the kind of um, blinky big door sign and uh, says, no mummies allowed. We're not mummies. Wrong form. This is a form for mummies. I hold mine up. <laughs> <laughs> it just gives you like a non non answer. Correct form under, and then it starts walking over kind of stiffly to the the desk. You know what? This is a good time for a cure spell. I see if I can help this poor old thing out. Maybe make it less infirm. <laughs> Get on its good side. So or cure kill. is uh, Nusha's poisons, remove curses, or heal wounds with a touch. All right. So you want to attempt to restore it? Yeah. Cool. It's a living thing, right? Yeah. Sort of, maybe. Yeah. Let's see. Let's uh, give me a whiz, I guess. Um, sure. See how well this goes. Hey, oh, it wow. doesn't explode. <laughs> it's partial success, so you partially explode. You've watered it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if that's what the wolf wants, that's what the, the wolf gets. 
Right. If, if it's a healing rain, then sure. <laughs> you reach out and you, what do you do? You channel some stuff at it? Absolutely. Uh, uh, I, I do a plaintive howl to the wolf spirit mm. and say, heal this new member of our pack. Uh, take one hit point. Uh, Ow. Uh, <laughs> as you can feel some of your own uh, life energies being kind of supplanted. You have to take it out of yourself. Um, Remind me not to do that again. <laughs> oh, you didn't get a full success? Well, no, no, no. I only have one hit point left. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's why I didn't have you roll. So, yeah, you managed to uh, kind of kickstart this thing, and it kind of swells up a bit, seems to bolster a bit. Uh, it, it kind of sprouts some, some new leaves and turns back and says, oh, well, thank you very much. You are helping us. I can help you. Yes, well, you... You need the right forms, and you are clearly not mummies, any of you. Uh, you are clearly not golems, so you need th- this particular form. And I suppose you, when he points to you and your points to your amulet, like uh, will need its own. It is oh. my companion. Point us to the right forms here, then, please. Yes, yes. He, uh, he's like pulling out the correct forms for you and, and mm-hmm. producing fountain pens. It's and- still the Imperium script, though, right? Empyrean, as in Empyrean. M- M- as in heavenly, or or like uh, oh. the, the realm of angels, or whatever. Well, maybe I can try to learn to read it. So that'd be a lore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose you could try to figure out some of the easier little bits. But he point. Nope. He he says to to oh, um, partial. So he says to um uh, to uh, Wagner, are you sure you are not its companion? I just flash him a smile. Someday, maybe I'll come back as a wolf spirit. And be another member's companion. It is the nature of life. Yeah, I think he squints and it's like, I, I don't believe the subgradients work that way. But okay. And you attempted to understand some of the simpler bits. I think you understand the context. Like it's asking for like point of origin because there are little symbols here and there too. And yeah. if, you, if you combine like the <laughs> the pictures they- with the words, you're like, hmm. Oh, okay. Right, so he he helps you guys out if you need any mm-hmm. help. Like he's like mm-hmm. points to okay, but put that there, put that there. Pretty soon you fill out the the correct forms. You have one for yourselves. You have one for um, the wolf spirit. And uh, as, as soon as you've filled in these like forms, they the script you've written down turns into Empyrean script. So everything looks you know neatly in order. Hopefully nothing mm-hmm. was lost in translation. <laughs> like us. <laughs> <laughs> He bows to you and says, uh, I'm sorry for any inconvenience. Uh, you should be aware that this sub- particular substation has not been in use for a few few millennia. But the rescue angels should be coming soon. They Rest assured, they will find you. But uh, in the meantime, why don't you pass through customs and uh, you can uh, uh, relax in the rest area he's using words any particular timeline on this rescuing may i ask when about you you arrived how long have you been here 15 minutes maybe to this particular building it's been a couple of weeks since we arrived at the the substation or whatever at the arrival platform Yes. Uh, well, in that case, you shouldn't have any particular worries. Uh, the rescue angels should appear within, oh, another six to 12 weeks. Now look at my bottle of Bertie's uh, uh, dinner pills. Any food on the other side of those doors? Oh, heavens, yes. Yeah, if it's mana, that doesn't make a difference. I'll just club you guys over the head and take your pills. 
That is a legitimate way of surviving, yeah. <laughs> Let's go see what's on the other side of the door. Uh, oh, we never did ask you. Um, uh, what, 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 do, what should we call you? I'm just a lowly clerk. We'll call you Clark. How's that? Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't have a sock to give you, sorry. There's, there's a lot of <laughs> blank looks going about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, may God reward you for your help uh, in this endeavor, and I go sweeping through the door. Excellent. Um, you enter an elevator. It's all like mirrors and uh, handrails, maybe space for 10 people. We, we're going to be in this room for six weeks because I don't know an elevator from a hole in the ground. <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, the door closes behind you and uh, there's the feeling of movement. The girl from Empanema playing over the speakers. So uh, it jerks to a halt. Uh, the doors open. Uh, it opens to this like horrifying, twisted landscape. It's like you're in a uh, like a weird gulch. All these like fingers, like ribs, but made of stone, kind of jut up all around you, high up on the kind of canyon walls. And uh, there's this uneven path that snakes its way forward uh, above you there's there's just this kind of weird gray concrete slab or something like you're you're under under a building or something but there's there's Wait, clearly like did, did the elevator go up or down you didn't get a clear feeling it was like kind of like it was going in whatever direction it wanted <laughs> it's a wonka vader yeah way way in the <laughs> distance you see uh what must be the other side of the building like the there's this is block building block, uh, and it reaches up to the concrete sky in, in quotation marks. How high is the sky? Re- really high, very high. And the canyon walls are also really, really high. You're you're kind of in this box canyon. And I bet the elevator is dinging at us to get the heck out of it right now. Well, it's, it appears to be only one path to choose. Mm-hmm. I'll take point again. Uh, there's a sign when you get out of the elevator. There's a, there's a, another like arrow sign with a squiggle in mm. a jaunty kind of fashion. Since we all got good rolls, or at least the guess of you know, a snack bar uh, rest. If if you <laughs> since you had a little bit of a, a coaching uh, with the forms, yeah, I think you can figure out that it says something like rest or in maybe. It looks like it's no more than what five ten miles. If you're leading, go. Let's not hang around here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go, go. As you start moving, this that horrible, awful feeling of non-Euclidean fuckery starts descending on your heads, and it's like the the canyon is kind of attempting to swallow you whole. And the the further you walk forward, the, it seems like your the ground is sinking. Uh, so the walls just get higher and higher and you, you know, you look back and you, you're clearly, you've left uh, the elevator hours ago, but you don't seem to be any closer to the other side. So I'll put my hands in my hips, look up and say, enough of this. I'm tired and I'm hungry and these pills taste like ass. So I want to get some, some real food. <laughs> <laughs> and then when that doesn't work, I go, let's just keep going. <laughs> so it gets dark. Of course and, it does. Uh, you reach this like <laughs> earth humans would maybe call it a rest area. Uh, little logs laid out where you can sit. Uh, it's kind of a flat space, fire pit. No, no fire or anything like that. But it kind of looks that way. Of course, the only wood we we got to burn is what we're sitting on. There are some some again some jaunty signs at the edge, um, kind of like away from the um, from the path. There's this bubbling pool. It looks kind of like a 
a large but kind of truncated uh, flume, uh, like there's some sort of geothermic activity, and uh, there's this just like this like bubbling, burping mud later. How many log seats are there? Each log is like uh, at least ten feet, and there are there are like I don't know ten logs. I think between the three of us, we can probably take one of these logs apart and use it for 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 a fire. Well, we're next to this bubbling hot tar springs. It's not that cold. I'm thinking more of the light. Oh, wait a second. Cantrips. Candle. <laughs> candle. I start making candles. Beep, beep. Right. So is this uh, like um, Gandalf shiny mm. staff candle or how? I gotta touch. Go? I gotta touch something. So I ta- right. I touch the corner of a, of a log. It lights up. I touch another spot. It lights up. It'll burn for a little while, then eventually burn out. Pretty much like a candle. All right. So you get some lights around the place, and I think when you do that, this bubbling pit uh, kind of starts roiling, uh, <laughs> and this mock creature. Imagine like a crab version of a centaur comes out like completely muck covered blinking with like these black completely black eyes uh, at you mm-hmm. good evening i'm sure you are here to assist us uh, would you have any refreshments for us it considers you for a moment and you're pretty sure like it, some sort of uh weird crustacean celebrations are taking place and then it tries to snap your head off. Giant claw. F- it's food. What do you do there, um, Morden? Probably get my head snapped off, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> now you can see it, like, suddenly, like, it reaches out for it and tries to snap your head off. What do you do? Obviously, I run. <laughs> okay. There's no problem getting away from it at first, but then it has an awful lot more legs than you do, mm-hmm. and it's kind of large. It's, like, man-sized plus bear sized so it does this like little side shuffle and and uh, skitters around trying to cut you off while snapping at you with these like muck covered pincers well i use my cantrip and it came when the lights came on so poof, i closed myself in in shadow so that i am not seen by it oh, as cool. i try to sneak away <laughs> <laughs> so it it like stops and and tries to ascertain like where you went, and then it seems to be, give up and and uh, decides to go for flip a coin. <laughs> All right, you're it, um, mm-hmm. John. I guess you're closest, or you were the one who guard the delectable. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I still got the spell on the tip of my tongue, so I'm going to reach out and touch one of his eyes and put candle on it. You're going to get close enough to touch him. <laughs> I'm going to move in between his claws. Good luck. All right, let's, let's see. You, let's see you dex it to get close enough. Ah! Nope. Yeah, I think you take a d6 damage as the one of the claws. Ah! Like, oh dear! Good so point. it just snaps Gar's head clean off, like, like snip. Gar's body rolls away, and like he still got the candle burning from his pinky or like index finger or something. Like, well, hey, <laughs> TPK time. So it, it turns around. It turns on you there, Wagner, and it's like. <laughs> it's figured out that it can actually like it's hit somebody uh, and it like looks at you and both of this, the pincers go snap, 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 snap. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm summoning the wolf. Wolf protect. Uh, John, if you want to, you can go ahead and roll up uh, a different uh, uh, sure. like survivor who's been here a few weeks. Yeah. I'll How do about that. a, uh, a muck centaur? <laughs> we could use that as a companion. 
You mean one that isn't a murderous crazy person? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I'm hoping that the wolf spirit can take this thing on. Okay. And I'll look for rocks or something to throw at it. Cool. So you summon the wolf spirit. Uh, yes. Wolf spirit pops out. Uh, it gives the the pincer creature a moment of pause. What do you say to the spirit? Like it it is looking around, ascertaining the situation. But Destroy that creature. All right, so you get you get this this uh, communication from the spirit, like uh, it says, "I can only do this once." Are you sure? If I'm dead, that's the end of uh, of the line. Do what you must to take this thing out. So it, I think, it dashes at um, this uh, pincer creature uh, and starts ripping into it. Uh, why don't we roll me two d six plus plus one? That's your level, right? Yeah. I am Mr. Low Roll today yeah, <laughs> when it enough. comes to the important stuff. That's still enough. So it, it dashes for the the <laughs> crab centaur, grabs it around like the neck and starts shaking it back and forth. And it's like muck and mud and crap flying everywhere. And then like uh, it starts coming apart. And as it's coming apart, the the whatever weird dimensional forces are messing with your um Spirit, they start to dis- disintegrate at the end, and it goes back into your amulet. Hmm. We'll have to commune on that. But hey, looks like we got crab for dinner. <laughs> and a couple more weeks of supplies. Sure. Why don't Why don't you roll a d4 to see how many uh, weeks worth of rations you you could salvage? Ooh. Cool. Four. Plus the two weeks of Birdie's uh, food pills out of uh, Gar's Gar's pack. Right. Uh, you You can totally loot Gar. Split it down the middle? Sure. So you hear from the shadows, you want to soak that in some salty water first. It's a little bit uh, a little bit acidic. Oh, how long have you been there? And is this your work? I step out and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm dressed in crab shell. <laughs> <laughs> I have survival as a skill. I like it. I've been stuck here for the past, look at the crab shells, three months? That's not encouraging. Yeah, so you want to dry that. That uh, muck is also very salty, so if you let it dry out, you can separate the salt out of it, and you can salt the meat. Oh, I am Brantz. Well met, Brantz. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, Gar here can't say the same. Probably get another two weeks out of him, too. As I'm saying, uh, God thanks Gar for his sacrifice as I'm dragging him towards the uh, the um, pit. My, I got a good th- two months out of my companions. Okay, your <laughs> scheme might be going down. <laughs> Why are you here? Because I can't make it past. I've been walking in circles. I would go and I'd end up back here again. Well, I think we know the way. Oh, do you? Uh, I wouldn't stay too close to this mud because that's not the only crab that lives down there. There's eggs down there and they hatch on a regular basis. So follow me. I have a nice place to live in. It's much more secure than this. Is it made out of crabs? No, it's made out of, of rocks and temp and wood. I, I've been able to scavenge and stuff like that. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a hovel. And yeah, this probably has a big crab roof, you know, made out of crab shingles. All right. So, if it's cool with you guys, you you can get acquainted and and uh, um, you can attempt to make a push for the mm-hmm. inn or the rest area over the next week. Yep. Sure. Okay. Why don't you roll um, uh, either strength or int to make it there? One of us or all of us uh, individually. God guides me. Oops. I got to change, <laughs> change my name over here too. Hey, 
We're smart. I did uh, personally. I, something I weird them. happens to your brands. Like you could swear it took twice as long for you to get there, but you get there at the same time. So you've consumed an extra weeks of food. Yeah. yeah. It goes all that crab. You uh, come to this like a concrete base uh, building. It has all this, you know, again, uh, jaunty uh, arrows and welcoming text and so forth. Entering uh, the building, you uh, discover something, yeah, kind of the equivalent of a food court. Lots mm-hmm. of seats, uh, lots of like different kind of um, bars and, uh, yeah, kind of restaurant type are the words, you know what I mean? Kind of like counters. Oh, I'm going to the bar. I'm looking to see what kind of wine they have. Here and there, you can see like mummified corpses uh, sitting in the um, restaurant areas. It's probably like one or two like comical situations where, you know, somebody appears to have died while sipping on a, drinking their beverage out of a straw and stuff like that. Not all of them are human, am I I correct? Uh, Not all of them seem to be entirely human. No, like some, like there's definitely one that looks like that crab creature you spirit murdered that seems to have dried out. Uh, It's kind of a mess. The only place that's even, that seems to be actually open technically seems to be a bar. You can't quite make out the script, but it says something you, you think it says love. It's just something before love, but you can't make out what it is. And it's this like uh, kind of uh, illusion illusion quote-unquote neon sign like blinking like uh and there's this uh, kind of bluish picture of a male asari type of character like a uh, an aquatic type of be- type of being bartender uh in this oh, like yeah. uh little like white shirt vest bow tie seems, seems be to a- be completely uh oblivious to the fact that the rest <laughs> of the, the food court or rest area is completely like dead well, how's business well it's booming sonny why can I get you? He's got uh, two rows of like these like uh, piranha teeth. Wine. Wine. We have wine. Absolutely. Uh, that can that can be arranged. Uh, would you like it um, uh, hot, uh, mold, uh, plain, white, red? Uh, right now, just plain. Plain wine. Okay. So he starts digging through the the back, puts up a glass. It's it's disturbingly clean, and uh, puts up a bottle. Uh, it has some sort of viscous red liquid in it. Glug, glug, glug. <laughs> Pours it. Uh, waits for you to taste it, obviously. I look at I get. I try to swirl it. It swirls about as well as molasses, I guess, right? Very thick. Sniff it. There's a kind of tangy, coppery smell to it. Take my pinky, dip it into it, touch it to my tongue. It's totally blood. Okay. This is blood. Well, I wouldn't think that would bother you after you devoured your companions. I know, but I, I, I need to know what kind of blood, because, you know... You have a food allergy to <laughs> certain blood types. <laughs> Can I see the bottle? Oh, yes, of course. Uh, there, there are kind of all kinds of, you know, obviously the Empyrean mm-hmm. script, but there's uh, there's also Is like it a... Empyrean or diabolical script? <laughs> no, not... No, no, no. Uh, but it has this image of... Um, it's like a giant wringing out a person into a bottle... Is the the image on the the front of the actually <laughs> <laughs> squeezed? Yeah, not to my liking. I hand it back to him. Do you have any ale? Ale. Mm, he looks around. Uh, I can give you pain. I go just a second. I get walk out. I'm going to try to read that sign, that first <laughs> bit. All right. Can I use my decipher for that then? 
Uh, sure. So you won't fail whatever it is. I get a partial. I, I don't think you recognize the word itself, uh, but yeah. it, it's certainly not drink love, wine love. It's not anything you would you would normally associate with like a bar. Mm-hmm. So while you're doing that, uh, the bartender, fish man, uh, you know, he looks over to the rest of you like, so um, what brings you brings you here? Where are you going? Just passing through. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you happen to have like a tall glass of compassion? Uh, he looks around. I think I, I maybe we we may be out of that. I I will check the stock. <laughs> he starts oh. bowing down behind the counter, and you hear the him rummaging through like bottles and stuff. I, I'll, I'll settle come, for some bliss. Uh, I'll come walk you in. Ah, you know what? I'll go for some envy. Pulls out a bucket. <laughs> Got plenty of that. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls out this really dark bottle. The the label is all like smudged, uh, like it's been water damaged or something a long, long time ago. Uh, and he puts it on the counter in front of uh, names Wagner. Um, he's like, this should be it. H- having observed France's uh, ritual, <laughs> we'll try something <laughs> like that. The swirl sniff pinky dip. It's not my custom, but maybe he knows something I don't. It's kind of like... Uh, liquid licorice nice <laughs> yeah we'll try a shot of that <laughs> i'll try not to exhale on these two <laughs> and and you sir uh he addresses himself to um to dirk morden. not morden there you go uh, a cup and a stirring stick a cup and a stirring stick yes please uh, would you like something with that cup and stirring stick uh, that will do <laughs> he looks a bit puzzled, but then he he presents you with a cup and a stirring stick. I take my water skin, put a little water in it, take <laughs> another pouch, and take a pull a little powder of something. I sprinkle in there, stir it with the stirring stick. Down it goes, and I am going to have a vision. Oh, <gasps> cool! <laughs> so, so what what is the context of uh, your relationship with God? Well, it's worked out for me so far. Mm-hmm. So it usually leads me on the path I had, that I need to be on. Is it kind of like a thunderous Sardos voice, or is it like impressions, visions uh, that way, or how do you experience it? It's uh, visions, scenes that uh, help to let me know what's ahead and how to navigate it. Uh, let me see what it says particularly. Commune with your deity for divine guidance. Okay, uh, let me ask you what you're asking for divine guidance about. Like, what, what's the question or, or the feeling you're sending out? How do I get back home out of this strange uh, place where I, everybody else who's come here dies? And <laughs> uh, You can tell me what this looks like, you know, from the exterior. But for you, um, you get this flash of images, uh, and it seems to be a choice. There's there's a kind of uh, a flash of a kind of bucolic, idyllic kind of uh, village, uh, you know, the idyllic English countryside kind of deal, thatch roofs and and such, uh, with a, like a pond in the middle of the village, and you see these beings appearing, uh, these like presumably rescue angels, and uh, the second one is a kind of chugging darkness. Uh, kind of like you're in a sh- shoot or something, and uh, you're being swished 
down and you, you feel like your heart is in your throat and you fall down into a kind of vortex and you're plop being carried uh, home. They both feel like they're going to get me home or? Yeah. Okay. So try to concentrate on details of either of those locations. Yeah. Either some sort of village or some sort of like industrial shoot thing. <laughs> kind of unclear, but at the same time. The like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you find either, you're, you're, you'll know that you're on the right path, right? Okay. Well, when I come out of it, if everybody's still here. <laughs> I'm just looking at you with, with the envious eyes. Yes, you should. I'll look at our, our bartender and go. Is there any sort of village around here? I'll describe it in as much detail as I can. Yeah, he does. He makes a little like thinking pose. And then he uh, grabs some sort of little dark bar shaped thing. And he he flips it probably like a wand or something. And uh, this little box in the bar gasps to life. uh, And this like infomercial with like happy farmers uh, pops up making like some they're they're doing some sort of uh, advert for like peppy power products bucolic village for the well-to-do wizard or witch you know are you looking for a good place to retire you know in your in your wizardly dotage um you know look no further than peppy power products bucolic village trademark and so on and he's like that's what you're looking for i want to go there oh can you shove your compassion If it looks like the place, then I go, uh, yes. How do we get there? Uh, well, that could be a little tricky. Uh, well, you would either have to go back the way you came and uh, attempt to find, uh, well, the emergency. I know there's an emergency hatch somewhere uh, close to the landing pad. Do you know where that is? Far away. That should go straight down to, uh, to this place. Uh, alternatively, you could take... There should be an elevator around here, and if you go into that elevator, you should go down to uh, the warehouse. It's pretty dangerous, I hear, but if you make it through the warehouse, you should be able to make it to uh, the agroponics tourism experience, which is on the outside of the station perimeter thing, uh, and there should be another access stairwell, uh, if I remember correctly. Uh, and he's like, he's thumbing his chin. It's like, mm. is he, is he speaking, um, tongues? Cause I, every other word I'm going like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I do feel sorry for him. Hmm. So he looks at you and it's like, you know what? And he takes out a napkin and he takes out a pen <laughs> and he's like, you can either go here and like, he, he draws a little like, uh, you know, this is the, ro- the food court rotunda. Like, here and then down and then you go here this is the warehouse or you can go back the way you came and and try to look for the access hatch warehouse sounds a lot easier to navigate well and uh the other thing that we might look for is a sort of um hatch for a shoot through reality back to where we came from i'll describe that in as much detail as i can to him um Right. I know there is a there's a hostel for for homeless metaversals. That's not you, right? You have a home. Yes, I have a home. Your home planes haven't been destroyed or anything. Oh no, no, not yet. Anyway. Right, right. Well, well, then that's irrelevant. Relevant then. <laughs> that would be fast, but uh, I mean, you, yeah, you know. 
Well, we've been here a while, so I don't know. Warehouse. I mean, how hard can it be? I'll well, I mean, uh, if you've been here more than um, uh, three, four weeks, then it shouldn't be more than another three, four weeks until the rescue angels show up. I look at them. I've been here three and a half months. Yes, well, I mean, sometimes they're under time pressure and they can't check every space. So, I'm, um, I mean, but they do make periodic stop-ins. So, uh, you know, you make... I was at the rest area. No one ever should... These are the first people who showed up in three months. Yes, well, you know, sometimes the bureaucracy isn't um, perfect. This should be fine. They'll, they'll, they'll arrive eventually. Is there like a bowl of peanuts here on the bar? Sure. <laughs> Take that and dump it into a, a sack. <laughs> <laughs> Subtle. You know what we need if we're going, we're going down? We need, a, we need a sense of purpose. We need a... Um, we need... Oh, what's a, what's a good emotion for traversing a space really quick? Do you got yeah no but that's not that's not that's not emotion. Do you have a bottle of abject fear? You know, I think I'm going to step away from the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe commune with uh the wolf and, and see if uh, I can energize myself, heal my damage and uh yeah. maybe uh add, share some strength uh with my spirit. So the bartender is like um well I don't have any bottled but I could transform and that would make you ter- terrified, I'm sure. No, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you anyway. I'm looking for the warehouse. Yes, we do the warehouse. All right. Was there a particular thing <laughs> you wanted to commune about, or is it just color? Uh, it's, it's a little bit color, but I'm concerned that you know, because I had tapped my uh, wolf in that fight, that I need to reconnect bond with uh, Mother Wolf and just make sure my spirit has is as strong as it can be. Right. All right. I'm, I'm sure assuming you... within a week I've healed one hit point. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, go ahead and do that. I'm twice as strong. Certainly <laughs> after after having had some uh, mysterious love from the bar. <laughs> like it matters. One hit point, two hit point. You're going to be dead in one shot anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so you follow his directions, his, his little like uh, napkin map to uh, the elevator. Um, which looks a uh, suspicious uh, lot like uh, the, uh, you know, uh, all mirrored thing that deposited you in the Death Canyon. Mm-hmm. The box starts moving. And again, <laughs> it's a feeling of like, uh, you're not entirely sure. Yeah, they, they could be sideways, down, up, a little of everything. Uh, at different intervals, it kind of stops and then it starts moving again. Mm-hmm. And intermittently, there's that, you know, kind of angelic elevator music. Uh, you're pretty sure that uh, that you're going to be stuck in here for a while, like maybe a week. Well, we got, we got the rations. We got plenty of dried crab meat. Yep. Which corner of his the latrine? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, mm. uh, why don't you burn a supply, each of you? And a week later, uh, the doors open with a ding. It's been the same song playing the whole week, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Intermittently, so it's not constant, but yeah. It's... All right, so is it... Let's uh... go with Code to Joy this time. <laughs> yeah. So you right. exit into a an enormous kind of warehouse space with uh, just crates and crates and boxes and uh, oh, shelves oh. and... It's wares, not where. No werewolves here. Yeah, so I thought it might have been like... Uh, uh, well, I was thinking of wares, but I didn't think of the wares of as in goods. You know, a warehouse means a man house. 
I was worried about that. Creeds. You're not yours. I know, I know, but there could be food in there. The bartender did say this place was dangerous, though. I think it'd be wise not to disturb anything. Here, have some birdseed. You don't see anything, any activity, but you can hear in the background, like, clanking, stuff like that. Oh, there's golems down here. Concrete floor? Uh, yes. Any painted lines? Uh, yeah, I think there are a, low, a lot of uh, different, like, colored white, red. So you're pretty sure there are, like, 20 extra colors? <laughs> you're not sure, and it's kind of confusing with the directions they go in. Now, is this warehouse laid out in a grid, or is it more or less a pile here, a pile there? Pretty sure it's supposed to be a grid, but you also get the feeling that it kind of twists and turns, but that may just be the non-Euclidean fuckery messing with yeah. You can store a lot more space when you use extra dimensions. Yes. <laughs> well, it's kind of like a twisted funhouse version of the end of Indiana Jones, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> Right, so I think you all noticed the the sign uh, right outside of the elevator. And given your skill set that you've developed over the last few weeks, you're pretty sure it says no visitors. No visitors beyond this point, essentially. Well, quickest way between two points is a straight line, but I think around here it's going to be a curve. Want to traverse this to the other side? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Int or strength yeah. your way. I'm uh, going into my way. Yes! Very good. I got a crit. No. We follow him. <laughs> I think you lose sight of Brands after like <laughs> two steps, half, half a day or something. <laughs> you know, you're having, I don't know, a conversation about which way to go. And then Brands is not there. Uh, kind of vanishes. Uh, you're like, crap. Okay. The same thing happened, you know, from way back at the landing pad. You start to hear this, uh, instead of just the clanking, you start to hear this kind of uh, intermittent revving. Uh, as a, some kind of engine, maybe. Uh, not that you would necessarily know what that is. Before you know it, you you hear, I don't know how to describe it, it's kind of like um, uh, kind of a segmented metallic slithering, and these like kind of searchlight, uh, like really angry red searchlight lights start like kind of, they start to sear through the the gaps in the in the shelves and between the crates. Like something is looking for you. Several somethings. I'm going to hide. I don't yeah. know about you. So I don't think I can outrun a creature like that. And I'll use my my shadow cantrip to make myself more hidden in the shadows. All right. <laughs> That's fine. So you pick a shadowy spot uh, and uh, uh, cast the cantrip. What do you do, um, Bogner? I actually have stealth as a skill. So cool. we are going to cleverly hide and maybe double back behind the thing. So... Odds are I won't search where it's already looked before. All right, so uh, I guess I guess that would be Dex. Uh, it would have to be. Can't I cleverly hide? <laughs> uh, I think uh, considering the the situation, you have to quickly kind of get to uh, somewhere. Okay, but uh, well, I'd, I'll certainly con- consider it in the future. Seems uh, in- int could work. Okay, so we are quickly hiding on an eight. So I think. Um, in your rush to get to some some neat place, you uh, lose a couple of ra- a couple of weeks worth of rations. Like one of the bags slips off your shoulder, and uh, there goes you know. the bird seed. <laughs> uh, and it's just in time. Like you duck in into behind some crates just in time 
to avoid the like searing red light gaze of a chainsaw naga on tank treads. Uh, wow. Okay, that's a like, lot of teeth. Yes. <laughs> So it's just like, uh, uh, f- take a naga and then make it into an, a robot and then give it tank treads that, that it's rolling around on. And uh, like the head is like kind of vaguely sh- uh, serpent shaped, but instead of like a mouth and, and eyes and stuff, it has this like uh, searchlight kind of thing. And um, the tail uh, that is fairly, fairly long goes up and ends, terminates in a chainsaw that's revving every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. It, stops at this uh like <laughs> like bag of whatever you had birdseed and it uh, seems to analyze it for a moment and then it just rolls over it you know crushing everything <laughs> spiteful thing isn't it <laughs> <laughs> and it goes on and it keeps searching for a while like you guys are stuck there for for you know hours before they move on to a different um different sector you can slip away eventually you make it to the exit uh, but by then, uh, do we have brands? Yeah, I'm back. Uh, you get to the exit like several days ahead of the others. So you can either choose to push on if you want to on your own, or you can attempt to wait for them to arrive. Since I have no idea how long they're going to be there, they're going to take them to get there. And, and I've been on my own for three months anyway. Get something to write on the wall, just write on, I was here, I waited, good luck. Pushed and then go to go into the into the musical box. What you end up at is kind of this, uh, you know, airport. I don't know the word for it in English, but it's like this, like walking. Oh, the, you know, a pedway, moving walkway. Yes, yeah. moving walk. There you go. And uh, you know, on both sides and above you, there are, there there are these like panorama images of all kinds of different worlds and uh, planar existences and such uh uh with the occasional advert for for uh, whatever i said agroponics uh oh peppy power products bucolic mm-hmm. village well he said that was a way out yeah now whether it's way out for me being stuck in someone else's heaven isn't always a bad idea <laughs> it costs you double to to uh supplies there uh the the fail uh, um, to uh, get to the exit and enter the the walk walkway the walking thing uh, one for um for our brands. So while it's taking so long, can we explore uh, a crate or two? Maybe we'll find something useful. I think you can probably salvage quickly on the run because uh, whatever you know the the whole the tank chainsaw naga things are aware that something is down here, right? So you can't like take your time. You could probably like find some shoes to gnaw on, and uh, maybe find a <laughs> packet of peanuts or or something like that. Yeah. So you'll stay alive long enough to get to the next area, right? <laughs> but they, then you're out if you're out. Okay. Well, well we... I still have uh, three weeks of dried meat. Hopefully, we get that'll keep us alive. Yeah. Oh yeah, they, you don't. You just have to pay two. We should both be down to one week, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Uh, and you enter the, the walkway thing, uh, finally, <laughs> after a harrowing, like, uh, week and a half, two-week uh, uh, cat and mouse game with the Jeez, robot monsters. <laughs> yes. I, I believe mechanical abomination is a good description. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. So Being definitely that I'm don't... closer to a druid, I really don't appreciate them. <laughs> Throughout this journey on the, on the auto walk or whatever, the, we get this, like, weird pole pull focus thing where suddenly like where you get to the end of it you're right next to each other so they arrive at the same time i arrive yes precisely exactly the same time 
Oh, you made it. Oh, you're here. Yeah. Um, I just got here. Thought maybe the chainsaw nuggets got you. But... Didn't you see my sign? A note I left? Uh, we saw something scribbled on a wall, I think. Uh, we were yeah. in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to make finger rotating teeth motions. Lots of teeth. Oh, it was fairly straightforward. I mean, I just walked down, followed the green line, and bam, there I was at the um, elevator. Oh, the green line. Didn't think about that one. There are these uh, like uh, really pleasant floral pattern half-see-through glass doors that open up and kind of deposit you out on this enormous kind of uh, like agriponic field. Feeling that you're on a, a on farm. a shelf of some kind and the entirety oh. of the shelf is, is, uh, is this like um, agricultural plot. Just farmlands growing all kinds of vegetables. You know, you can clearly see this this roiling, vaguely supernatural sky thing all around you. The whole structure behind you has this kind of slight curve to it. It's kind of this like a yellowy concrete-ish material. So wh- where are they growing? Uh, they seem to be growing just about anything and everything you can imagine in terms of uh, vegetable crops. Any farmers about? Uh, you don't see one uh, or anyone immediately. There are a few, like some signs. Uh, one is pointing to the uh, left to the imme- immediately when you come out of the, the tube. And it has some, like, this, the po- sign, ar- the arrow sign has an arrow pointing down on it and some scribbles. You probably intuit what that means. There's a sign in the other direction, right, which has a uh, an arrow pointing up and some scribbles. There's also... Somebody seems to have made a sign of their own from like scavenged materials. They're probably like planks from uh, from warehouse boxes and something. There's some sort of smear on it that you could maybe attempt to decipher. Let's give that a try. I'll help them. Okay. Yeah, help won't help. Uh, if you get a ten or better, then it's it's a partial at least. Nope. Nope. Okay. <laughs> You're not entirely sure what it says. And right about that time, like you, you hear this like bah food. <laughs> or or the residents. Oh, don't say that. Then I'll feel sorry about eating them. Yeah, this uh, this kind of like uh, big horned goat wanders out from behind uh, this like peach tree or something and looks at you with its weird goat eyes. It's chewing something. So did we uh see any signs of housing buildings? Uh, you don't really see anything, you know, immediately. It's pretty, it's pretty expansive area. Uh, mm-hmm. And a lot of, uh, you know, what would be the horizon is kind of covered in vegetation. Um, and you said it's like shelves. It's, I got this impression of layers. Am no, no, correct? not shelves. You seem to be on a shelf or an outcropping or something oh, from, oh. The, from the station proper or whatever it is. Multi-acre oh, balcony. Yeah. Oh, okay. Any roads or paths? Oh, there are paths, you know, between the different uh, rows of uh, trees and bushes and whatever they're growing all over. I'll think back to my vision and look for an area that looks like uh, matched my vision and head that way. Yeah, I mean, you you certainly get the feeling that this you you think you're on the right track, considering it's a it's a plot of some kind that it would be it would follow that it would be near a village or it would be like you know connected to it somehow mm-hmm. whether it's the left leftmost down sign or rightmost up sign who knows well let's go for the up sign okay so you start moving do the rest of you follow or sure uh, yeah i'll follow right. keep an eye on that goat critter 
Yeah, for about 20 minutes, it, it follows you kind of in the distance, keeps baying. And mm-hmm. as it does, like here and there, another goat appears, kind of looks identical. Uh, it seems that uh, they're kind of <laughs> gathering for something. Goats of the corn. <laughs> <laughs> about an hour into your trek, uh, mm-hmm. trying to find what the sign is both pointing to, the goat horde uh, <laughs> has reached critical mass. You hear goats, you know, moving through the bushes and and plantation areas. Not you get the sense that there are plenty more than what you can see, and there are, you can see about twenty. I'm looking for a convenient high spot, a nice tree to I could climb something. <laughs> sure, give me a whiz roll. Maybe. Uh yeah. Uh, you you see this? Oh, what do you call it? You know the the wind um... windmill. Yeah, no, not windmills. The the kind of rickety kind of structures where you have a it has like a, a tail and then there's a circular wind. Um, yeah. No, but he's talking about the, a wind pump, one of those kinds. It's smaller where it pumps water from the ground. Are right. It, it it both shows the direction of the wind and the wind keeps it. Uh, you know. But uh, sadly, it's called a windmill. Also, there's this rickety kind of metal structure with this spinning head and and little tail that you could. So there's actually a breeze for it. Huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to climb up here and see if I can get a better view. You know, I think I'll take a look at, from up here as well. Uh, this the only thing probably will only hold one, so let me try first. <laughs> and I don't know that you've it's caught your eye yet, you know. So you see it, and, <laughs> yeah. and you're both kind of heading for it, and I, I don't know where, uh, if Wagner is doing the same. Uh, um, we'll follow along, but I, I'm thinking we're going to need some lupine help here in a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing Morden and um, Brands are kind of arguing and are kind of <laughs> evenly paced for, for getting at the mill. And then this large black goat steps out in front of it. Uh, and it has a human arm in its mouth. Uh, it's like <laughs> kind of decomposed and half eaten. And it like just drops it and locks eyes with you guys. I go grab the arm. I think it wants you to throw it for it. <laughs> Wagner, whistle up your 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 puppy, and it's coming right for you guys. And I'm, you can I, hear the stampede behind you. Well, I'm gonna blast it with a magical spell. I'm gonna hit it with a wind spell and try to blow it and blow it away. So you have rituals, right? Do we also can do magical attacks? Your spirits can do magical attacks. Okay, so uh, since I'm into talking to spirits and psychometry, I get I guess my my stuff is more like wind based. So yeah, I'll call up you, my you'd spirit. You'd have to go through a complicated ritual to do anything, right? Yeah. Um, and you don't have summons, you can't actually summon any spirits. So I got my spear. To you. <laughs> yeah. You know, I got my spear. I'll poke it in the face. If you had time, you could probably do a ritual like a protection spell where they couldn't get at you or something like that. A little I use my spear and poke it in the face. Okay. That's a, 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 a strength attack. Uh, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, what's uh, what's what's our god man doing? I will use my shadow cantrip, so things will suddenly go dark for the uh, goat as it gets close to us. All right. It, it wouldn't affect you, but if it's kind of in the vicinity of Brands, right? So I think it would affect him too. Well, that's unfortunate. Well, attack the darkness. No, yeah, if, I think if that's a, cool, I, and you want to use kind of the darkness to slip away or something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm stabby, stabby. But so you're going for the stab, and then getting cloaked in darkness afterwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything kind yeah. of is, is engulfed in, in darkness, and and uh, you don't see the goat. The goat doesn't see you. 
Well, I saw where he was coming from. If I shove my spear in that direction, it should hit something. Okay, just just roll me a plain 2d6. Okay. Nope. <laughs> Morden, you're about to dash away, and suddenly there's this, like, stick between your legs. If you don't want to fall flat on your face, give me a dex. Why am I getting hurt here? Brans can't see anything, but he's trying to spear the, the goat, right? And being a bit confused about the direction and so forth, he just stabs in a direction he thinks is right, and that direction happened to be right between your legs as you're moving away. Of course. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you fall flat on your face. Uh, eat a <laughs> mouthful of dirt. The darkness is still up. You're still not, you know, nobody can see you, uh, but you're also not awake. And you were summoning your, your wolf thing there? Yes, uh, and we will commence the howling. We need to stop that stampede behind us. I could see that being a particularly effective way of um, scaring ungulates. Um, and this doesn't necessarily have to be physical damage. It could be some yeah. physical damage. It could be fright damage. Like, uh, you can yeah. scare them, right? That's exactly what I'm going for. We right. might be a pack of two, but hey, we're both howling. And I am covered in furs, so if right. they're dumb. <laughs> so uh, the, the wolf spirit comes out and you give him the, the direction and he goes about it. You can roll 3d6 plus one, I think. So is it a 12 or is it... This disperses the group and you're left with... Uh, what if you roll me 1d3? Oh, it's so not with, max. <laughs> you're left with two particularly nasty uh, fearless goats. Man-eating goats. So, uh, yeah, we're going to go with brands. It's still black. Uh, you can you can hear the black goat braying and looking for you. I know it hit something because something hit my spear, but I don't know what hit right. my spear. You don't, you uh, don't think you drew blood. Uh, I pull up, and I'm just going to do a swing and see if I can just do a big arc and maybe hit him. All right. Roll me a 2d6 again. Ooh, I hit something. Right. <laughs> uh, I think uh, you hit him, but you break the spear, right? So do I still do... A D6 yeah, damage. Do damage. A three. Feel uh, the spear connect. Feel the spear snap. Uh, mm. You hear the goat uh, bray, kind of in an, a weirdly aggressive death metal kind of way. <laughs> and uh, uh, you can you can hear like the I don't know how to describe like the the clomping of its feet becomes kind of irregular, like you maybe hit a shank or a shoulder or something. Mm. Uh, but it's still there, and now it's pissed. Morden, yes. You're on your face. It's still black. Still pitch black. What do you do? Well, I'll use my other cantrip to throw my voice away from me. So hopefully it'll draw attention of any man-eating goat. <laughs> oh no, I've I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> That's awesome. Why don't you do a, uh, I think it's charisma, right? And, and uh, certainly deception works. Okay. Yeah, partial. Yeah, I think uh, I think you certainly get one of the goats to like dash off in that direction. One of the remaining man eaters. Then I'm booking it towards the windmill. <laughs> <laughs> cool, <laughs> Wagner. You have uh, your wolf spirit has done its thing, and you're face to face with a single man eating goat, which uh, glares at you evilly. It's coming right for you. What do you do? Can a cure spell be reversed to do harm? I don't know. If you roll badly? <laughs> uh, I think that would be maybe a, a different kind of uh, special ability. Although, who knows? Maybe these goats are cursed. It's worth a try, right? Yeah, but the whole fight or flight thing, I'm not quite paralyzed, but... 
you know maybe, what? Maybe the I, flashback I, to uh, uh, Gar getting his head snipped off. <laughs> coming through I, the head. You know what? I would rather use stealth and dive for the darkness. The darkness is moving, by the way. So. <laughs> well, I, I, I just know that the darkness appeared, and, and yeah. it's always been Morton's signature hiding hole. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so right. I'm assuming if the darkness is moving away, it's moving with him. Sure, you can you can attempt to bravely dash into the darkness. <laughs> What's the worst guy happen? Get hit with the head with the stick? All right, dex it. Nope. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> so you dash for the 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 darkness, but they're like the goat horns catch you in the side, in the ribs, like crunk or crack, Ow. and you you fall to the, the ground. Why don't you do uh, uh take one d three damage? See yeah. how bad it is. He'll take, he'll, take, he'll take three points damage. We all know he will take three points damage. <laughs> Two will kill him, so it's good enough. Yes! <laughs> oh, all right. So there's there's this sickening um, crunch, and then uh, the, the, the horrible man-eating goat starts to eat him like a zombie. Off to the happy hunting grounds. <laughs> Ho- hopefully my spirit wolf will guide me. With the darkness having abated or moved away slightly, uh, you can see the, the wounded uh, evil goat. And I still have the broken spear happed in my hand. Mm-hmm. Does that still treat as a light as a light damage weapon then, or like a I'll baton? Let's do a D three with it. All right, I see where he was wounded. I'm going for that wound. I'm going for where he was wounded and whacking it with that stick. Partial. All right. <laughs> uh, so uh, you you bump into each other kind of uh, viciously, <laughs> and uh, you you kind of drive it into the wound, and uh, you get a face full of um, uh, goat teeth. But I do three points damage. Right. <laughs> it, it does the same to you. And then again, I have 11 hit points. How do you have 11 hit points? I'm hardy. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, you managed to slay the, the evil goat. The darkness, I guess, retreats to the, the mill and starts ascending. Oh, I'll get there. <laughs> I'm, I'm to... dropping it once I... Yeah, oh, I see. Uh, All right. Yeah, I'm running to the, running to the uh, windmill too and start climbing... Yeah, there's just the one goat left, and it's kind of busy eating eating poor Bogner. He's occupied. I walk over, take my baton, and draw, and I start drawing circle magic circles in the sand in the dirt. Right. What's what's um, the ritual? Protection <laughs> from goat. <laughs> from no, 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 no. Hey, you know two rituals. Please tell me one of them is raised dead. No, I'm not doing a ritual. I'm doing the I'm doing the magic spell. I'm using my magic attack, which is a different from there, the. You ritual. don't have a magic attack for the second time, John. Uh, oh, I don't. Spirits have magical attacks. Ah, okay. I'm calling on my wind spirit then. You wind don't spirit. have a wind spirit. Uh, you don't have summon. But it says wizard may command a spirit to perform a magic. Okay, I'm, I'm going to call There's on a, a spirit for that. Right. You know there is a spirit for sure in the amulet. Uh, you could attempt to command that spirit. Okay, someone else's spirit. This is gonna be good. All right, I'll give that a try. Draw the circles and see if I can command that command that spirit to take vengeance upon the goat. I think that's charisma. Force your will on it, so to speak. And nope, it ain't listening to me. <laughs> kind of sensing things going not your way, you start hearing the herd kind of circling back up the windmill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Should have tried a lower growl. All right. Okay. Let me see how bad that goes because we already have a an occupant. I'll climb the opposite side. That'll balance it out. Yeah, it groans, but amazingly, it stays upright. Yeah, yeah you're kind of stuck there over the next night as the goats kind of mill around and eat what remains of Gar. Uh, not Gar. You know who I mean. And the black goat because I have a feeling they're not picky. 
Uh, no, that's true. Yeah. Before they kind of lose interest and move on, and you can like slip down and maybe. What can we see from up there? You don't see any particular particular buildings or anything like that. Uh, this seems to have been um, either recently abandoned or under some other kind of angelic supervision. Um, but what you do see is a different sh- shelf or balcony uh, that's higher up in elevation than this, mm-hmm. slightly. And uh, there's a you can see a, a kind of a stairwell path path going up to it. You can see that it, there there's green on it. Um, you can't determine exactly what it is. Oh, let's try to hustle in that direction. Right. Yep. Uh, no problem. Takes the rest of the day to get there. Uh, and then cannibalizing or, or you know, you, you can scavenge fruits and veggies on the way. So you, you start going out the kind of um, stairwell walkway and uh, it's on the outside of the shape, whatever it is. You can see down and it's like this endless weird sky thing also to the side. It's windy as hell. And, of course, the weird non-geometry is messing with your heads. So why don't you do an int or strength to push through? Uh, Same thing for me, so I'll do an int. Ah. All right, cool. I think considering Brands gets a crit, uh, you can easily, like, uh, you can see, yeah, you can see Morden straying. You're like, oh, no, 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 no. Come on, Morden. Yeah, no, that it only takes about a day to get across. Uh, Like, you you seem to have a really great path. So it only takes about a day of figuring this out, brain-wise, uh, and you yeah, get to yeah. the other side. And congratulations, you you enter the, the village, the happy village. Yes, the balcony with the the peppy <laughs> power products, bucolic village trademark, where you you have these idyllic little houses, and there's a lake with a waterfall and gardens and and kind of happy wizards and witches, kind of um, something nice like plump hedge witches. Yes. <laughs> Yes. They're all those illusions, aren't they? Well, all right. Some of them are. You, you certainly meet one person. There's like a, you, you come across this like survivalist, crazy like astral survivalist barbarian, kind of like you, who's uh, adapted. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's been talking to these like holograms and making like um, making nice. And uh, he's made a world for himself, a, a kind of make believe fake world, uh, which like he's oh. timing the pre recorded kind of routines and so he's having like these fake conversations with with people and kind of he, he gets very happy when you show up and uh, invites you in and takes care of you and and mm-hmm. a couple of days later some rescue angels show up and uh airlift ah! you to your own dimensions <laughs> oddly enough he doesn't doesn't seem to be on the on the um rescue list yeah yeah so <laughs> they leave him <laughs> yeah well morton <laughs> Good luck wherever you're going, and uh, hope no one's missed me. So uh, I want you both to roll a d6. There's a, I got a one, two. One and a two. Roll me one. Uh, let me do. What? The GM roll in an apocalypse game? 199 years has passed uh, in your wherever you came from. So what's the scene uh, we see when you appear which, in exactly which, the which, same uh, place? Which, which you? Uh, Brands. The place I live doesn't even exist anymore. It's it's now some it's now some tavern. I, I can imagine this all of a sudden there's like this heavenly glow, and then I just sort of woof, woof, wife down to the ground and land and look around, still in my crab armor. And there's people walk around the area going, "What is this ter- Terrytown?" And they go, "Yeah, is King Olaf still in charge?" Who? Some guy goes, "Oh, Olaf, he died. Uh, he died two hundred years ago. He died like hundred and fifty <laughs> years ago." You end up in a traveling circus as the barbarian crab man. 
<laughs> for our Morden, you seem to have gone through some sort of divine trial to prove yourself. Because when you get back to wherever you came from, the people who used to pursue you and and uh, you know feed you to lions or whatever, like they love you. They all love you. They're like uh, they're embracing you when you return. Open arms. Yes, of course. Whoever and whatever they are, <laughs> like <laughs> it seems like they all they all like uh, you know vow to uh, change their ways and convert to the true true faith. Uh, yeah, begin writing my holy book about my my journeys and uh, things I learned in the the other world. <laughs> and the funny thing is that religions, religious or like mythology stories are, are totally like that. And then they went to the garden of the goats yeah. <laughs> and the crab man did, did fight. Yes. <laughs> and yes. Defeat. Right. So, so he ends up being like a crab Gilgamesh, no crab Enkidu or something. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. That's, that's the end of this one. Uh, it was a bit like, uh, paranoia yeah mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, totally. yeah yeah uh it's uh it's a one-page dungeon called teleportation administration substation big pineapple uh i can read you the intro here fool ape wizards like high saffon constantly introduce copying errors into quantified rituals of movement getting lost and blocking the channels of channeling at divine congress 17 blue sentient rights for mortals were introduced and subdeity free tower windhawk was tasked with building substations to serve as wayposts and rest stops for wizards lost in the metal planar weave. Unfortunately, clerical errors during tea time at Divine Congress Nine Pig introduced budget cuts that crippled the substation's infrastructure. A poorly planned financing fix at Divine Congress CCXL, which is probably, you know, 200 or whatever, Prune designated the substation's temp temporospatial overspill fills, cursing them with non-Euclidean geometries and regular deliveries of I-core byproduct gamma. And this is basically just a big paranoia-style fuckery where, you know, it takes weeks to go from anywhere to anywhere else. Everything is just a big mess. You you didn't come across like the... Uh, well, you did meet the, like, um, cannibal bush goats. You know, there are uh, all kinds of messed up things here. Kind of fun, kind of fun. Hmm. Yeah, you. The alternative way out would would be to go through the uh, portal gun, <laughs> which is a <laughs> like a built-in kind of thing. It's a it's a kind of there's a cryomat facility for long-term storage for home homeless metaversals. So like mm -hmm. <laughs> like if they find a home for them, they blast them out through a portal gun, and then you can get to different places, including the entry portal. So you can be blasted back to the way you started. <laughs> uh, that was. Yeah. Different. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Hopefully, it wasn't terrible. Um, oh, no, 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 no. It was literally a puzzle. I'm trying to survive it. I don't know if puzzle is the right word. I mean, there's so much. There are random Would you elements. Prefer, uh, taser test to see if the batteries. Sure, sure, sure. sure. <laughs> that, okay. that kind of puzzle, yeah. Anyway, fun little thing. Uh, didn't mm -hmm. require too much brain power on my part. Or ours. Free association, <laughs> silly pictures, basically. Uh, the bar is called Soylent Love. Um, <laughs> well, thank you for today. Yep. Thank yep. You. Nice diversion. Thank you very much. Yes. Zero hit points. Yes. <laughs> Died during character generation. <laughs> <laughs> what on earth did you do? I don't know. <laughs> It's the tag where I mentioned you can go to our page at sunday-skypers.podbean.com 
find links to all of our episodes, links to our Facebook page and MeWe page. You can email us at sundayskypers at zoho.com. It'd also be nice if you gave us a rating or review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. And that's all I got.